Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Overly Personal. It's been a bit, hasn't it? Well, that actually has to do with today's topic, which is I got a boyfriend. Yeah, it's fucking true. I did get a boyfriend. But I think people don't acknowledge the fact that getting into a relationship with someone you really care about is fucking terrifying and for someone who you know is queer and has dealt with dating in the queer world for my entire life it's hard let's just say it's very hard to trust people and to feel like you can actually open up to someone without feeling like a fucking fool because let me tell you it's been kind of a whirlwind let me kind of paint you guys a picture so I've been dating this man for a month and a half and it's pretty serious you know like we're very committed to each other I love him so much and yeah I'm just really 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 happy but with that with this like new openness that I'm letting myself experience and just being so like completely available to my emotions I've also had to kind of take a step back and just like deal with shit that has been kind of buried in my mind, in the ditch of my mind. So, you know, I moved to Berlin when I was very young, I was 17, and I've had quite a bit of experiences that have not been very positive with dating, and honestly being in a relationship right now has kind of reawakened a lot of this trauma that I kind of thought I was fully over, you know, because that's the problem is like you think you're over things and then suddenly bam, 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 they all come fucking pouncing at the door in your brain and you're like, what the fuck is going on in here on this day, you know? So I've been dealing with a lot of, you know, just doubt and kind of leftover trauma and insecurities from past relationships and it's not easy it's really not easy so I thought today it'd be good to just kind of like talk shit I don't have like any notes I'm just gonna like speak my mind I didn't take my ADHD meds today so I'm fully just giving you Antonio Fonseca period you know what I mean like whatever comes out comes out and you know I think this might be helpful for people who are maybe getting into a relationship or you know are thinking about getting into a relationship or getting back into dating whatever it is so i just want to share my experience right now and what i've been kind of doing to not sabotage myself like my inner saboteur is trying to come up and she's trying to take over but i'm just really really not letting her do that so yeah um so that's the topic for today should i start from the beginning yeah so me and joseph (laughs) I'm not going to spill all the tea, by the way. I'm just going to talk, like, about some very surface things because I've been open. I mean, everyone knows, like, from my friends and family that we're dating, so it's totally fine. But, yeah, um, we've been dating for a month and a half. Um, We met on Tinder, and it was kind of like this whirlwind romance. And, like, you know, the first time I met him, I was just like, okay, this person's super interesting. I can't quite, like, figure them out. You know what I mean? So we were talking and talking and talking. We're on a date at this bar and we just talked for like six hours straight and it was so great, but I still didn't quite know like 
is this going to go anywhere? Is this going to be like anything important in my life? I definitely knew like he would at least be a friend because we really got on. But, you know, I didn't have any expectations, which I think is kind of important. You know, when you're going to this kind of stuff, if you have too many expectations for someone or for yourself, you're probably going to fuck up or you're probably going to like do something that ruins it. You know what I mean? So I think the key really to how well it's worked between us is because we both came into it with very little expectations and then actually found something so fucking special and unique you know like so yeah we went on that date and then the next time we saw each other was like three or four days later and every day up until then we'd been texting like every night till 5 a.m 6 a.m would like make playlists for each other and like do listening parties on spotify He's a musician, by the way. So it was just like, everything was so sweet and so cute. And I was like, okay, this is this is nice. This is sweet. Um, and I could just like talk to him forever, you know? And that's a great sign because I love talking. So if someone can match that energy with me, that's fantastic, you know? So yeah, um, then <clears throat> he came over to my place and we were supposed to watch Drag Race UK, which didn't end up happening. <laughs> we literally stayed up talking from like 9 p.m. till 5 a.m., no kissing, nothing, just talking, like listening to music, whatever, just like, you know, just us vibing, fully just vibing. And it was super nice. But I was like, at 5 a.m., I was like, holy shit, like, why is it so late? And none of us were going to make the first move. So we were just like in this weird limbo because clearly we're like super touchy and super on top of each other. Like we basically were about to kiss for like 500 million times, but we just never did it. Then at some point I was just like, dude come on are you gonna kiss me or what like and then we just kissed and then from then on it was like fucking great like we had so much chemistry and i was like oh my god like you know i really like this guy he's so hot he's so cool and sweet and also we have this like insane chemistry like what the fuck is going on so yeah that was like kind of the beginning of the rest of what's happened and from then on we just like kind of been together all the time and getting to know each other we like became officially boyfriends like literally two weeks after we met and it was super super great because I mean I think we both just knew that like we were meant for each other right now like we just we could feel it <laughs> the thing is I want to tell say so many things but I don't want to like spill too much of like our you know just our relationship but I do want to say one thing that I thought was super funny so like a few times I don't know like maybe like the fourth time he slept over or something like <laughs> we were you know having we, we like basically we're just sitting in my chair after doing some things doing things that are nice and then Joseph was like you know what we should do a fucking like zodiac compatibility test and I was like okay let's do it like and like keep in mind this was literally like a week not maybe two weeks not even that like a week and a half or a week into us like seeing each other and we just fucking fully did it like <laughs> the zodiac compatibility test and this wasn't like those like simple ones this was like super complex with so much information that was like a fucking like phd dissertation of our like compatible compatibility according to the zodiac so we just fill up fill out this thing with like our date of birth, what time we were born, where we were born, all this shit. And then we get this like five page document with just 
every single planet and how like our astrology interacts or something and it was okay we started reading it and basically <laughs> basically the whole test was like so yeah you guys are like perfect for each other and you're gonna like marry each other and you're gonna have children good luck also you're gonna have literally the most insane sexual chemistry ever and you're gonna literally be obsessed with each other and you're gonna help each other grow and you're gonna help each other become the best people you can be and we were both like yeah i see that <laughs> Like, keep in mind, this was like a week and a half into meeting each other. And that's how intense kind of our, our relationship has been. Like, it's moved super quickly. I mean, we've been seeing each other for a month and a half. Um, but it's just been like so easy. I guess it has to do with the fact that we're so open and vulnerable with each other all the time. But yeah, I think that's enough spilling of teas. Oh, not me spilling tea in fucking 2021. But, you know, I think I've, I've said enough about this kind of stuff because I really don't want to air out all our laundry i just want to kind of talk about my experience getting back into dating and stuff um but yeah um also kind of connected to that we did like um tarot reading i did him one and it was the same shit it was like oh yeah your life is going to be perfect um and then there was like the two of cups i think which just said that you found your person like your soulmate like yeah and that was you know just another confirmation we were both like okay fucking astrology people you're trying to set us up somebody trying to set me up you know like it was that kind of vibe and yeah we're just like i'm super happy right now but now that i'm kind of past the mega honeymoon phase because you know in the beginning especially me and him because we just have this like crazy chemistry not only like you know mm -hmm, but also just personality wise and our humor is just like so perfect for each other and He's so fucking stupid in the best way possible. So things just kind of developed super quickly and super like just intensely. So like in the beginning of our relationship, I was feeling like that bitch. You know, I felt like on top of the world. I literally felt like fucking Buddha. Like I felt like a spiritual guide. I, like all my friends were just having like all these talks to like fucking 5 a.m. being like, no, you, like, you gotta embrace honesty, you gotta, gotta be vulnerable, because vulnerability is, like, the most brave thing you can do, and, like, people just wanna connect with each other, and, like, all this shit, and I was, like, fully, full-on, like, giving TED Talks to all my friends, and, like, I was saying some deep-ass shit, not to toot my own horn, but I really was, um, but, yeah, that was, like, probably the first couple, more, probably the first three weeks to a month, obviously, I had a, f a couple moments of insecurities, but, you know, you get over those, there's, like, kind of, moment momentaneous i guess stuff you know it kind of blows over but now that um we've just like kind of settled more into dating because i mean we became boyfriends like two weeks after meeting because it was just that clear to us that we we're gonna be something special you know what i mean so it was just like it felt very easy and clear to just establish that super quickly um <clears throat> so now we're just falling into these rhythms and like I know all of his friends and he knows a lot of my friends and we're hanging out with each other he's spending a lot of time in my place and it's just you know adjusting to kind of living your life along with somebody else's life is a lot like I think it's a lot and I forgot how much work it is to just keep up with your own life while still maintaining like this double life sort of if you know what I mean it's a lot of work and it's a lot of patience and you got to like be responsible and also be super kind to yourself and to them as well because you know we 
both have our shit going on you know we both are doing our own thing and still making time for each other so there's obviously going to be moments where we feel like we're being irresponsible and we feel like we're kind of slacking on school or work or you know just what we need to do and that's going to happen like for example this week you know he was at my place for like four days straight and I kind of didn't really do uni as much as I should have you know what I mean I kind of was like "Mm, I don't know her what is university I do not know her I do not I don't I don't want the degree what is the degree I, I I don't need that shit that was kind of my approach to it to it this week so um I'm just trying to find this balance but it's so fucking hard like it's so hard and I think like there's so much information out there and research about just falling in love and all this shit, right? But like the beginnings of a relationship and all this stuff. But there's really not that much resources for people to like figure out how to balance their life. Obviously, each relationship is different. You know what I mean? Like, I know for a fact that what me and Joseph have is so like unique, you know, like the way we are with each other. I not to be like I'm so unique and my relationship is so much better than everyone else's and we are literally the most romantic couple ever but also we kind of are (laughs) I'm so narcissistic it's crazy no but we are like a very cute cute couple you know what I mean so and we just I just we love each other so much and it's so obvious that it's like we really want to make this work so bad But there's obviously moments where people feel pulls from different areas of their life. You know, like, obviously, when you have this whole new time commitment that you never had before, you're going to feel like you're not giving enough time to other things. And I think that's totally natural. It's just taking me a bit of time to accept that it's okay to kind of, like settle into it in this way because obviously it's not going to be overnight that you're going to be adjusted to being in a relationship and like being with somebody else all the time and like also try and find that balance with school and work and friends and all this shit you know it's going to take time and it's totally like it's totally normal and we can't blame ourselves for that um So that's one side of it, right? Just like trying to find that balance, which is so incredibly difficult. Another thing to me that's kind of been coming up more and more is just been like trauma from past relationships kind of making their way into my brain because that's really a problem when you open up again, right? Because to me, For so long, I was kind of shut down emotionally. I mean, I didn't date people. I mean, I dated people, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't ready to give myself over like that for like three years, right? Since this relationship I had that even though it wasn't the biggest thing ever to me, it had such an impact on just the way I see people and the way I see relationships because, you know, it was my first, like, real love, you know, like, me feeling that kind of emotion, so obviously it's gonna make, it's gonna leave scars, and it's gonna obviously impact you in the future, I think it's natural that your first love is always gonna be with you, right, so since I kind of shut down emotionally from what happened, um, now that I'm willing to open myself up, and I'm putting in the work to really 
give myself over completely to this person and be open and be honest and let myself be vulnerable and don't in, in a way that I don't see it as weakness, you know, because that's also also a really big problem for me. It's just like I feel when I feel that when I'm being vulnerable with someone, I'm either scaring them away or I'm being a fool for like telling them all these emotions and things that I'm feeling in the moment because obviously with ADHD you have this thing called just emotional dysregulation which just basically means that you can feel very very strong emotions for apparently no reason and I always tell people like it's not about you it's just like my brain right now is in this state and it's like I just have to get out of it but it's going to take a little bit of time right so um it's just been hard um, opening myself up again and letting in all these old demons that I thought were fucking buried and realizing that actually they've they just been waiting behind this door. And the moment I open the door, like they're all coming out and I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm screaming and I'm running and I'm trying to face them. But also it's so fucking hard, you know? So yesterday I was kind of having one of those moments because... I don't know, I don't want to sound cheesy or anything, but every time I, I spent I spent a long amount of time with my boyfriend, it's just kind of this thing of like, um, I think our bodies get used to like each other, you know what I mean? Like you, you get used to, have the, to having the other person around, you get used to having the pheromones around you. It's also very chemical as well. It's not just your brain and your emotions, it's very chemical. So you get used to having that person and those emotions around. And then when they leave, it just feels like you're in like withdrawal, you know, like you're fully going through withdrawal from fucking Coke or something. That's how it feels to me. You know, it feels like you're you're you had this drug for like four days straight and now suddenly it's taken away from you and it just feels like you're crumbling, you know, and I know it's not like as serious as it seems in the moment because those emotions can feel so powerful and so strong in the moment you're experiencing them but then looking back you're just like okay i was being a dramatic ass bitch which is okay because that's the way things are you know like your brain gets used to someone else especially if you really 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 like them it's obviously it's going to make an impact on you right so for me like i i really 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 love him and it's hard sometimes when I spend so, so much time with him and then he leaves or I leave or whatever it is. And then it's just this thing of withdrawal. And yesterday I was having a fucking like emotional breakdown. And I, I know it's dumb, you know, in the moment I was like, why am I being so emotional right now? Like I don't like it's not even that I feel bad or insecure or whatever because I'm super secure in what we have it's literally just like me missing him so much literally when he leaves which just doesn't sound healthy you know what I mean but also I think it's okay because right now like the day after I feel totally fine it was just like in the moment it felt so intense and I literally just cried my fucking eyes out and I was like why am I crying so much like he just left and I know I'm going to see him again soon. Why am I being so emotional right now? But I think I just got to like let go of these con like misconceptions that you're like weak for feeling your emotions in the moment. I think it's actually great that you let yourself cry about these things because 
if you don't, it's just going to pile up. And I've been using kind of this metaphor a lot. It's like, if you throw a little bit of dirt on the ground, it's very easy to clean up, right? But if you keep throwing dirt and dirt and dirt and dirt and dirt, the dirt is going to become a fucking mountain. And when the, when it becomes a mountain, it's going to be super fucking hard to clean it or move it. Like the mountain is going to be so monumental that you can't do anything about it. And when you do, it's going to be like fucking TNT explosion, Minecraft type shit, you know? So um, I'm really trying to like every day, like feel my emotions and be open about how I'm feeling. And while still while like not like, I don't want to make it so I'm like dumping my emotions and trauma on my significant other all the time. But also I do need to be honest so they don't think it's about them. You know what I mean? Because most times it's just about my own brain and the way I'm feeling in the moment. And when you're used to like being alone and I fully was so accustomed to be being alone all the time, you know, like I spent quarantine alone. Like I was literally alone with no people for three months straight, obviously I'm going to have a hard time adjusting to having someone around all the time and get like super hooked on it, you know, like super just, I wouldn't say dependent. It's just mostly like you get used to this and then when it's taken away from you, it's obviously going to be a bit of a shock, right? So I think like after everything that's happened and just like other shit with friends and relationships, it's I have like a little bit of fear of abandonment, but it isn't like in this super overwhelming way. It's just like from everything that's happened in these past couple of years, like even with quarantine, I have so much shit that I need to deal with that I still haven't. And, you know, it wasn't easy when all my friends left and suddenly I was alone in Berlin and I felt like I didn't have anyone, you know, like it's, it's not easy getting used to that. And I think I kind of brushed it over because everyone kind of had to go through that. But also I have to acknowledge that my situation is a bit different because literally like half my friends fucking moved back to their countries or something. You know, that's the thing when you're living in Berlin. It's like so many people are here for this specific thing, like university or a job or whatever it is. And then when, <clears throat> sorry, and then when they like are done with it or in this case with Corona, it's just like everyone fucking left. And here I was alone because I didn't want to go back home and be at home with my parents because I knew that was going to be even worse for my mental health, you know? So I decided to stay, but everyone just left and I have like best friends of mine who I haven't, haven't fucking seen literally since COVID happened because they moved back to their country or to a different country or whatever it is. So there's a lot of that going on too. Like it definitely affects me as well. And I've tried to be super open about that with Joseph and just tell him, like how I'm feeling about those type of things. And I think it's going pretty well because we're both super vulnerable and open with each other. So it's never going to be this thing of where I'm going to be dumping my shit on him. And even if I do, like even if I start a fight because of something completely random that has nothing to do with him, half an hour later, I'm going to be the person to come back. and like, I'm so sorry I, I did that. Like I, I know it wasn't about you and I want you to know that I was just like, triggered for ugh, triggered yeah it was triggering i was triggered by something whatever and that's just the way i reacted in the moment and i'm really sorry and just you know keeping those kind of tabs on what you're doing also by the way i'm sorry if my voice sounds fucked up but it's just like everyone in berlin has been sick for like three weeks and i don't really know what it is it's like it might be the rona but also we don't know it might just be like a flu or something so 
it goes in waves. I've been like super good for the past few weeks, but now I'm kind of getting a bit of a cold again. But yeah, whatever. You can still understand what I'm saying. But anyway, I think I just need to like get therapy, to be honest. And it's not easy for me to admit that because I've been having therapy for, I mean, not now, but I've had therapy in my in my past. And I guess my issue was that I re- never really connected with my therapist. I mean, my therapist in Portugal was pretty awful. Honestly, she kind of gaslit me into thinking that my experiences growing up gay in Portugal were not valid and that I was just like making up things in my head and I just really didn't like that bitch I fucking hated hated her and yeah it just wasn't a good situation with her um and then I tried like better help and also I didn't really connect with the therapist so I think now I'm I'm looking for therapists in Berlin and people that can maybe kind of see where I'm coming from in a better way because you know we all got shit and Ever since I moved to Berlin, like, when I was 17, so many things have happened that I really haven't dealt with because it's just too much, you know? Like, so, so many things. And I even forget about them sometimes. Like, I completely forget things that happened. Then suddenly something reminds me of it. I'm like, holy shit, like, this really traumatic thing happened and I completely blocked it out of my memory, you know? And then then I start crying for no reason. I'm like, oh, that's why. Like, recently, you know... I was feeling very weird and I didn't know why and I called my friend Melissa and I was just talking to her on the phone for like an hour and I was just like trying to find the topic that was making me so upset because initially I thought I was just upset because like my boyfriend wasn't replying to me but that really wasn't it like there was something deeper in there that was just kind of the excuse my brain gave me you know what I mean so um I was just talking and talking and talking and trying to find what the fuck was going on in my brain. And then suddenly it clicked. So like basically what happened was three years ago, I was dating this guy and, you know, it wasn't super serious, but we were seeing each other a lot and whatever. And I had this big audition coming up um, on... I'm not sure what day it was, but it doesn't really matter. I had this big audition coming up the next day, and he came over to my place, and I was feeling really just anxious and nervous, and I wasn't really ready. You know, I was just, like, feeling kind of a mess, you know? And he knew that because I told him, like, I wasn't feeling great. I was just kind of in my head a little bit. And even though he knew that I had my huge audition coming up the next day, he broke up with me that night at like 10 p.m. Um, and I had my audition at 8 a.m. So what did I do? Got a shovel and I buried those fucking feelings till I couldn't find them ever. And that really was a very bad time for me because I, I didn't cry about it. I didn't think about it. I mean, I did think about it all the time. But like the problem when you bury your emotions in the moment is that it's so fucking hard to dig them up. Like, it's so hard. And if you don't let yourself feel them in the moment, when you do open up again, they're going to come out and they're going to fucking haunt you, you know? So that's kind of what, what's been happening because... So he broke up with me before this huge audition and obviously I couldn't let myself feel those things because I had my audition at 8.30 a.m. the next day. So I had to be up super early. I was feeling like shit, you know? But I knew that I couldn't let myself fall apart 
So I just didn't, you know, I didn't and I never fell apart um, until like a year and a half later when I fucking cried listening to melodrama while I was drunk on fucking half a bottle of vodka or whatever. But even though I did cry about it a year and a half later, it still wasn't fully dealt with. But I did think it was, you know, I thought, oh, I cried about it. I'm good. You know, finally, this is over with. But no, honey, drink like drunk crying is not the same as sober crying. You know, I think drunk crying can be very cathartic. But at the same time, since it's kind of induced by the substance, it's not you letting yourself feel those emotions. It's just like your body can't keep them in. So they have to come out. But it's not really the same because you're not actively, sorry, you're not actively like letting yourself feel them, right? That's my theory at least. Um, So yeah, like I recently had kind of a similar situation, which was like, I had a huge audition coming up, um, which I did last week. It was on Friday, and it went pretty well. Um, and obviously, I was dating someone again who, who like, I haven't dated anyone. Um, I haven't dated anyone seriously like this in years, you know. So it's a lot. Um, and I felt like the cycle was kind of repeating itself because I was seeing this guy I'm super into, and I had this audition coming up. And I think my brain was like, oh shit, like it's happening again. Because actually the when it happened last year, like uh, three years ago, it was also around this time. It was like October, November vibes, you know? So I think my brain was just so incredibly fucked from the similarities between the circumstances that it just completely confused the two relationships and kind of for a moment, I could literally not tell them apart. Like, I felt like they kind of melded into one. And obviously, I know that's not real. Like, it's not true. And it has nothing to do with my current relationship. But it, in the moment, it really felt like it. So, you know, I was talking on phone with Melissa. And I was finally realizing that this is about this fucking thing that happened three years ago that I fucking thought I was over. And guess what, bitch? I wasn't. Um... So then I talked about it and I was like, holy shit, I'm getting really emotional right now. And I kept talking about it. And then I just fucking broke down crying. I was in school, like in a room practicing. And I was talking on the phone to Melissa and I just fucking broke down crying, like sobbing. And it really like showed me that you can never trust yourself when you think you're over things because you might think you're over them, but bitch, they're still there. You know, they're still there and they're probably just waiting to come out. So that's kind of what happened. And then I told my boyfriend about all of this and he was super, super nice about it. And he like before that was like probably the week of my audition. Right. So um, the week the week um, that I had my audition coming up, he was just at my place all the time, like sleeping over. And it really, really like helped to kind of calm my saboteur and my just crazy overthinking because when someone's with you, you don't have the time to think about those things. It's usually when you're apart from someone that your brain can kind of go into spiraling mode. Um, so yeah, um, it actually went great. Um, it was so fucking cute. Like he was here all the time. I actually told him I loved him the night before my audition and 
it was so nice like it was really the cutest fucking thing but yeah you know these things keep coming up and these traumas keep coming back to fucking bite me in the ass and i'm sick of it i'm sick and tired i don't want to think about this anymore and that's what i was telling him like i was like i just i I don't want to think about these things anymore but they keep coming after me and i'm just so done like i'm done and he just told me like you know, babes, maybe you should just get therapy. And I know that you haven't had a great experience with therapists, but trust me, like therapy has helped me so much. So maybe I think if you do therapy now, it's really going to help you kind of overcome a lot of these issues. And as much as I hate to admit it, I think he's right because yeah, I'm just, I just have to work through these. And I know that I somehow think I can just work through everything alone or with friends and that's enough, but maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not. And now I'm just looking for a, ther- for a therapist and I think that might just be my salvation. And I really, 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 really don't want to sabotage this relationship. That's really not my plan at all. Like, I'm so happy right now. I haven't been this happy in a long time and obviously with the happy comes the sad too you know like it's natural when you have really highs really high highs you're gonna have really low lows so when you're obviously spending so much time with someone you care about so much um when you're feeling sad it's gonna feel even worse because you have this just huge range of emotions now that you didn't even know that you could feel before you know and that's really how i felt when i started dating him is like whoa, like I'm finding out all these new feelings within my body that I just couldn't access before, you know, like the things we, the thing we have, like our relationship is so special to me and that also gives me a bit of fear just because I know it's so incredibly rare that people find someone as compatible as me and him are, you know, it's so special and i'm so incredibly grateful for having him in my life because if you asked me like a couple months ago if i thought i was gonna find like my person i would have told you nah bitch that's just like um capitalist propaganda lie shit you know i I wouldn't i wouldn't believe it or i would say "Mm, maybe i don't i don't see it happening though but now i'm just like holy shit like it happened for me and i have this person that i really care about and if I'm not going to fucking ruin it, you know, and if I, if that means I have to work through all my shit that I've been avoiding for years, then so be it, you know, like I'm going to work through it and I'm going to like try my best to just appreciate it and accept that this is something I deserve because that's been also kind of problematic. Um, just me not feeling like I deserve the love that I'm getting and not feeling like I deserve this amazing person in front of me. And I know he loves me and I know all these things, but still just from my past experiences, it's so hard to accept. And when you're, when you're so used to feeling like shit all the time, you kind of think that's what you deserve. Or maybe if you don't even think it, like you have some subconscious thoughts about it. You know what I mean? It's buried deep in your psyche. And I've been criticized so much my whole life and I've been, told so many things and people were always trying to tear me down so now that i really have something that is like worth cherishing and someone who like loves me so unconditionally and it's it's insane and it it, it sounds too good to be true and i've talked about it with him and i've just told him like 
you know, I know you love me. I know all these things, but also it's so incredibly difficult to accept this love and to feel like I'm worthy of this love. And that's just going to have to be something I work through over time. You know, it's not going to immediately click for me. It's going to be something I'm going to have to talk about and accept within myself. And I think therapy really might help with that. So, yeah. Also, this episode is a great way for me to just kind of verbalize how I'm feeling in the moment because, to be honest, I don't want to dump all this on him. I know he probably will listen to this podcast, but I don't like, I don't think anything I said is terribly, you know, problematic or whatever. Like, it's not, I'm not oversharing, I hope. But also, me just being open and. I mean, the fucking podcast is called Overly Personal, bitch. Like, that's the whole fucking name. I'm just sticking to the fucking title, you know? So I just, I like being open with my feelings and just talking about them. And lately, I've just realized that's really what connects people and what, like, makes you strong, you know? And I know so many of us kind of are forced into believing that vulnerability is weakness and that vulnerability is, like, just something you should never not never but you should really keep to yourself but i really don't think that's true anymore i think vulnerability is everything and i think vulnerability is what connects people and so if you're feeling like you maybe have something you want to say to someone not only like bad things you know i think so many times we associate being honest and being vulnerable with bad things and this is something like melissa told me that i was like holy shit this is so true and she just kind of came up with it in the moment and that was like honesty in society is obviously seen as a good thing right like when we think about the word honest and honesty it's a good concept but then when we apply it to our lives every time someone's like i'm gonna be honest with you it's usually a negative Thing, right people are gonna say negative things about you and honesty is so tied to negativity in society I think so I think we just have to embrace radical honesty not only for bad things but also for good things because why the fuck are you willing to tell me blah 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 all these things that annoy you but you can't be honest with me and telling me you love me or tell me you're proud of me or tell me all these things like That's actually what connects people. And I think like ever since I've been dating, I've just been feeling so much more vulnerable. And I've also been more vulnerable with my friends and family. And I've just kind of fucking, I'm I'm like in awe of how much my relationships have changed in the past month because I'm being open and vulnerable. You know what I mean? And that's not only with other people, also with yourself and like just being open with yourself and not lying to yourself and not gaslighting yourself, which I know is hard because we're all fucking doing it all the time. (coughs) Sorry. Um, But yeah, I think now we just got to fucking tell people, like if you have a friend and they do something that you think is like worthy and it's good, just tell them like, I'm so proud of you for doing this because I know you're thinking it. I know you're feeling it in your body, but why are we not externalizing these positive things? You know, like I think that's so, so bad that we keep just keeping the good things to ourselves and only sharing the bad things. So like my little takeaway for you would be 
let yourself be honest about the good things. Like let yourself tell people that you're proud of them, that you love them, share your experiences with other people. Don't be scared to be open. And I know so many of us have been hurt when we were open and it's so fucking scary and it is going to be scary. You know what I mean? It's always going to be scary. Vulnerability is inherently terrifying, but also the payout you get, like the, the, um, the award, the results you get from it are so much more like fulfilling than anything else I've experienced before. So I'd say for anyone who's listening to this, if you have friends that maybe you feel kind of weird talking about things with just try to open up to them if you have someone that you have a crush on just try to be open you know just even if it, it you do get hurt at least you're being honest and at least you're like speaking your fucking truth and that's brave you know like being honest takes being vulnerable takes so much braveness braveness bravery i don't know bravery sure being honest honest <laughs> being honest takes so much like just braveness i don't know whatever you know what i'm trying to say so just like accept that you being honest is just you being brave and if it's not met with kindness that person doesn't deserve your honesty that person does, doesn't deserve your vulnerability that person doesn't deserve your truth and that's fine you know not not everyone's going to be ready for this and that's totally okay but also, you should never feel like a fool for being open and vulnerable. And that's kind of what I've been learning the most out of these past couple of months, just being in a relationship and the way my life has changed. It's just, you. it's all about communication and vulnerability to me. That's really it. So yeah, um, I've been going on for 42 minutes and 29 seconds. I think that's enough. Um, I hope you guys love this episode. I know it was a lot of information and I hope it wasn't too personal. Um, but I just wanted to like share this with you because it's been weird these past couple months because obviously I want to share that I'm like in this really, really beautiful relationship. But also until it was fully settled, I didn't want to like put it out there, you know. So now that we've been dating for a month and a half, it feels like kind of solid and I don't feel scared to talk about it online. So, yeah. Um if my boyfriend's listening to this, I love you. Sorry if I overshared anything. It's just me trying to come to terms with a lot of things for myself. And um, yeah, I just hope you guys got something out of this. And I'll maybe see you next week if I'm feeling up to it. Maybe I'll be fucking sick again. Who knows? But yeah, um, I'm going to try to be more consistent. No promises because I always say the same fucking thing and then it never happens. But I'm going to try, okay? And it's all about trying. In life, it's just all about trying and I'm putting in my effort, okay? So yeah, guys, I'll see you next week, and uh, bye. <laughs>